Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Osgood, Osgood, all is good in the neighborhood. You should have. We said the first time was funnier. Guys, welcome back. We are going to talk about Osgood slaughters. Yes, not yes, Osgood slaughters. A lot of people say Osgood slaughters, maybe because of the slaughter and the sh- <laughs> like Osgood slaughter. You know, I was going to say because people can't pronounce it. Like I can't pronounce like Osgood. No, yes, yes, it's Osgood. Okay, so we're talking about Osgood slaughter. So what is it, Danielle? Tell me about. Well, it. you did say slaughter. It's uh, you, you were saying Osh. Oh my gosh, I'm oh, going see, down. The, yeah, Osh- we're going down the wrong wrong tunnel. Wrong tunnel, wrong tunnel. So what is it? Yes, tell me about it. You mean well, we were going to talk about it, but I'll. But we talk. are talking about. No, it. you're not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm kidding. I don't want to talk anymore. Well, let's talk about it. So okay. you know, when you think of Osgood, you know, you you. I'm hoping for those of us listening, it, it deals a lot with knee pain. Yes. Right. It's it's knee pain. And it's knee pain to, it, it targets, I don't want to say targets, but it's to a primary, popu- a very, very specific population that it affects. Mm-hmm, and we're mm-hmm, looking mm-hmm. primarily to males versus females. Or it's going to yes. live more in the males. Yes, yes, And yes. in the younger age, right? Primarily when they're growing, they're growing. Yes, part. like the teenage years. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They can get as young as nine or an eight, eight to nine, I believe, that they can start experiencing this depending on their amount mm-hmm. of activity. And then it goes up to, what, 14 years of age, maybe even... I've seen it even farther. Where I like, have too. Where like it's not properly managed, uh, managed and then they're like eighteen. Yeah, and then trying to play that's like a good senior point. Year. Yeah. So you can you can deal with Osgood for a, a mm-hmm. good amount of time if mm-hmm. you ignore it, and this is why we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a common injury, and we're now getting into fall sports. Is kind of why we wanted to highlight it specific mm-hmm. to basketball. Yes, a lot of athletes, and, and sometimes this this diagnosis can be known as jumper's knee. Correct? Uh, not. Or is really. that the other one? No, jumper's knee is more like tendinopathy. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Totally take that out the window. She is not a PT. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> uh, so you're right. Don't even think about jumper's knee. We'll talk about that next time. Yes, we it's can. Different. It's, it's different. different. It's different. Very uh, different. So, you know, it, it's very easy to remember Osgood because it does target the younger population. You did bring up a good point. Mm-hmm. It can, if not treated, it, it, when you start experiencing these symptoms, mm-hmm. which Edwin will highlight here in a second, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can start having issues when you're older. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. 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 So, tell me more. Yes, tell me more. So Osgood slaughter is basically like Danielle was saying, right? A kid is going through a ghost spurt and then they start having a lot of knee pain. Mm-hmm. And that knee pain is like right in the front, like right underneath the kneecap usually. And then if you touch it, it's like, ah. Yeah, hurts, real right? tender. Right? Exactly. Like it becomes very tender and like kids will go and then they'll continue to push through the pain and more than likely they'll be like, oh, just push through it. You got this, right? Um, coaches will parents will because it's not like a like a because it never comes on like an injury yeah. it's just like oh my like, it it's just soreness right? yeah so yeah. then it can get very confusing with confused with like muscle soreness they just worked out they're just getting into sports growing basketball pains. growing pains which technically it is it, i mean te- yeah you're right growth spurt growing pains right, right. i know yeah. i mean what i'm saying is like it can be misconstrued primarily just as yeah, growing yeah. pain and ignored mm-hmm. and then you're getting this issue mm-hmm. where and get- then you continue to push and then what do you do when you're when you're first i mean if you're really talking about the nine to 14 year age mm-hmm. right when mm-hmm. this comes on the people are just getting kids are just getting into sports yeah so then you as a, a parent, more active you like as a parent or as a coach may be saying oh it's just like soreness because they're yeah. not used to it yeah uh, right it's that's like, a good point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're I make lots of those. Oh, get out of here. Good 
you know the the other thing too is like what what is what exactly is happening why mm. is it that you're experiencing pain right on that bony part of the the, the front part of your knee there's a bony mm. part that's i mean i'm going to use the term tubercle but mm. it's a bony part in front of your knee you're feeling the pain specific to there mm. why there so the way i like to think of it or like the way I like to explain to patients is basically like the bone is growing faster than the muscle can adapt to mm -hmm, the growth, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? So we know, we know that there's growth plates <laughs> in the bone and then the bone will tend to grow. And as it's growing, well, the muscles have to adapt and they have to lengthen according to your growth. Right. And what tends to happen is the muscles don't adapt as fast as the bone is growing. Mm -hmm. And then the muscle starts kind of tugging on that tubercle. The tendon. The, the tendon. tendon, the tendon well, yeah. But, I mean, you're, what you're saying is right. The muscle attaches to the tendon. The and the tendon, tendon attaches, attaches to the bone. bone. Bam, bam, bam. So that tendon, you, you mentioned muscle, which you're 100% correct. And and as that the, you're growing and, and the muscle's extending, so is that tendon. And it's not staying, like you mm -hmm. mentioned, up to par with how far, how much these kids are growing yes right there's like peak hike velocity that we can talk about that talks about like that really addresses the the growth spurt and if mm -hmm. they're ahead of the curve mm -hmm. they're gonna they're more likely to have this injury mm -hmm. and so when you think about the tendon and it's pulling on the site in front of your knee yeah. that's where that pain is coming in and then then and that's where also if you really look at someone's knee right mm -hmm. you've seen kids like they'll have a bump in yeah. the, at the yeah. bottom of their kneecap right mm -hmm. and that's because at some point they had a big growth spurt and the tendons start pulling so then you have like this bony growth um and then that's something that they live with they don't always necessarily have pain with with it but it's something that you'll see and at some point they probably dealt with ostrich slaughters mm -hmm. so that's a determining point as well yeah and you know the we talk about the symptoms right mm -hmm. you already covered it and, and it can look and feel like growing pains because it does in fact have to be it can be attributed to mm -hmm. that and so it's common for athletes to ignore it especially yes. when you know at a young age you're competing at a relatively higher level mm -hmm. you you almost feel as though if you say it hurts you're like eh. you're gonna sit me out yeah exactly. I'm, I'm gonna miss out on playing time i'm not going right. to do it right and and that's i think where you as a I mean, because we're dealing with kids, right? I don't think a kid would be listening to it, but you as a parent or you as a coach need to really do your due diligence when it comes to this stuff because as much as you want to push a kid through it, you also don't want to stop them. Like, I mean, it can get to a point where they just hurt just to walk. Right. Yeah, it really can. That's yeah. a really good point. You push the... I understand you want to push your, your kid. And, and again, we're gearing this more towards parents and mm -hmm. coaches. Mm -hmm. You know, you can push your kid or your athlete so much. Mm -hmm. But let's say this athlete's like, yeah, I'm fine. They're performing at, at best 70%. Mm -hmm. Imagine what your kid or your athlete could do pain-free and yeah. performing at 100%. Mm -hmm. They may miss out on some playing time. But if you're serious about these, these kids wanting to play longer, even into the high school level, yeah. you want to keep them healthy. Yeah, most definitely. So, you know... That's, that's a great segue to talk about treatment, right? Like, how do we treat these athletes or these kids that have this knee pain specific to the front part of their knee right below that patella bone mm. and it's tender to touch? What do you do to treat it? You know, that that's the question that I'm asking you. Um, rest, heat, and ice. <laughs> I mean, you can, I'm yeah. just kidding. I don't know. You can rest it. I mean, you can rest it. But in, at the end of the day, if they just go back to the same activity level, then they're going to start hurting again. Right. So. So what I do, 
and I typically uh, address Oscar Slaughter's this way, is typically whenever they're also presenting with Oscar Slaughter's, that means they have a lot of quad dominance. So anything, any movement that they do is is a lot of quad strength, and they're using their quads for everything. So uh, I actually just had a basketball player that I'm treating, and he's in high school. Um, and is he's, he 14? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's uh, 16. Gotcha. 16, 16. So, oh, sorry, um, so um, older than the typical age range, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh, but basically, all I did was, okay, minimize pain. I did do some dry kneeling just to like mm-hmm. help with the inflammation and everything. But what our primary focus was, okay, let's offload the quads. Let's take pressure off the quads. Let's work on your hamstrings. Let's work on your glutes. Let's nice. work on single leg stuff. And in all honesty, he was so tender to the point that if I just like looked at it, like it hurt. Like it was bad. Yeah. And so I really had to have a hard conversation with him. His parents were all for it. They're very open to it. But mm-hmm. he was he was not uh, to open to stopping. To oh, play. you had that conversation. I had that conversation. Um, and I wasn't going to have that conversation. My, my goal is always to keep my athletes active. But for him, like as, after I did my evaluation and I see and I see it in his face, I saw how much pain he was like, Hey, it's probably a good idea to like not go to basketball practice right now, and like worry about doing your PT exercises, strength training. Let's progress you, and he crossfits as well. Mm-hmm. So like he's crossfitting. His dad's a crossfit coach. They have like a family gathering where all three of them go and they crossfit together <laughs> on top of basketball practice. Gotcha. So this guy, this kid's obviously doing a lot. Yeah. And his knees hurting. He's just pushing through it. So I just basically had to say, okay, like let's mitigate the pain. Let's mm-hmm. stop doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. and then do your PT exercise and. Really, what we did, we did. I mean, we did progressive loading of the hamstrings, progressive loading of the calves. So everything that we did was not focused on the quads whatsoever. Gotcha. Uh, I didn't even stretch the quads. We didn't do anything. And then slowly, like we just started adding more, like general strengthening, squats, deadlifts. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's look at your CrossFit workout for that day. Let's modify it. Let's do some of that in here. And actually, it's been eight weeks now, and he's back to playing basketball. Nice. Like, fast, right? Whereas, yeah. like, if someone would have, if we would just kept pushing through it and try to right. modify completely, then, like, we probably could have been back to playing, but is he still in pain? Exactly. And now he's back to doing things. I actually even, it's funny, I wrote a letter to the athletic trainer and the coach. He can't participate in basketball practice unless he does his PT exercises before. Nice. What's up? <sighs> You're pretty mean. I know. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty mean. I well, I mean, that's kind of how you have to be. And, mm. you know, I, my treatment plan looks very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I like to make sure I, ha- I I do have those conversations, specifically to athletes that presents with, to present with this yeah. this type of, of issue, um, the athletes that, uh, that I'm working, that I work with very similar to yours, and, and we're going to stick with basketball, they are at a point where they're traveling and sitting out is not something they want to oh, do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? Like, like, like if you sit out, I mean – breaking down crying like, yeah uh, my yeah. junior year right sophomore year you know it's one of those things like i don't have a problem and i know you don't either i don't have a problem telling him hey if you're if this is this is the conversation this is kind of how it looks mm-hmm. if you want to play college if you mm-hmm. want to see the collegiate level you are going to have to rest now yeah if you see these um the oh gosh recruits if you see these recruiters out watching you play and you're barely performing at 70 percent mm-hmm. they're not going to want to see you oh yeah you're, you're, they're going to look for the other guy that may not be as talented as you but they can push 100 percent. your dreams of playing are out so i I have that eye to eye look let them know and nine times out of ten they respond well if they're wanting to compete at that level yeah now if they're looking like right like freshman or sophomore year like what what does everybody play for in high school their senior year yeah exactly like why 
Why exactly? 100% on the same page. So, you know, I I do like loading the hamstrings. One thing that I add into is eccentric quad. Yeah. Uh, And what that means is a lot of time under tension to allow that tendon to lengthen and and really adapt. Yeah, exactly. And Mm -hmm. adapt to uh the the loading of the hamstrings and then adapt so they can begin the impact training just like you mentioned Mm so a lot of the times treatment looks and and is going to feel like you're loading a lot more the hamstrings loading the tendon in a gradual fashion Mm -hmm. which you mentioned and and then getting back to sports specific stuff right like being able to explode two feet one foot and then bounding etc those are the kinds of things that you want to see happen when you're dealing specific to this injury and if we're getting them back to basketball or any type of sport or activity that requires impact which is just about anything yeah you know exactly um and so then you have um the, the, we talked about impact testing or I'm sorry uh, return to impact or return to jumping and what yeah. that looks like and feel free to go back guys parents check out that episode we talk about how we progress athletes mm-hmm. back to impact uh, and, and really quick it looks like two feet one feet and then dynamic type yeah. of stuff and that's kind of what it looks like here exactly so highlighting the treatment and then what does the timeline look like I mean I think everybody's different right? yeah so it's gonna it, it, that's it's, true it's gonna be different um, for example this kid I basically told him he's gonna have to sit up sit out the whole season mm-hmm. because of how tender he was but yeah, if you like i can only imagine you're looking yeah, at him he's painful yeah. he walks in he's in pain so but the thing about it is i had the support from his parents mm-hmm. that's uh, helpful crossfit was modified mm-hmm. um and then his activity level was diminished greatly we he focused on his pt exercises um he was very diligent about doing them twice a day nice. even if it even when it got to like home exercise program and it was a lot of impact training once we were doing box jumps when we were doing like landing on on the surface things like that like he was diligent about doing mm-hmm. it when we progressed to jump roping doing things like that yeah he was very diligent because his goal was to get back to playing basketball and um and he was he would still attend basketball practice but he was doing pt stuff not fully participating basketball practice he was very diligent mm-hmm. right whereas i see i see sometimes you know there's issues like there's parents that don't cooperate they want yeah. to continue to push their kids uh or coaches don't don't that take don't it, help don't help they don't that was my alarm system <laughs> uh, coaches that continue to push the kids and don't yeah. listen to the letter that they get from us as their healthcare providers. Right, right. right. So there's other things, the other factors that play right. into it. Um, but I think for him, it was like the perfect storm of the perfect things. Like everybody was all accounting yeah. to getting him better and which got him better to where he can actually play basketball. Right. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned you had eight weeks with him. You, everything worked out really well. Mm-hmm. And I really think that that's, that's big time. Yeah. Right. When you get the, the help of your surrounding support, support cast or support, mm-hmm. support team, it, it helps. It, it's tremendous. And, and again, parents, coaches, we, athletic you know, trainers, athletic. Oh my gosh. You can't forget athletic trainers. Mm-hmm. Love them. You know, if you are not, helping the the issue understand that we want to get the athlete back we want to get the patient back as soon as possible Mm -hmm. the last thing both and i can speak for both of us at least i think so we don't want to stop the athlete from what they're doing you know like that's not our goal the last thing i wanted i wanted to hear as a former athlete or you know i like to consider myself an athlete Mm -hmm. is someone to tell me you can't do it anymore yeah right that's not what we're here to do trust that you know i i want the best for you and and edwin wants the best for you and we want to do it in a way that is going to get you back to 100 percent not 
60, not 70%, not even 85%. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to 100%. get you back 100%, if not better. Yes. Right? So, you know, we talked about the the timeline. It can vary. You mentioned eight weeks. It, it, I really think a six to eight week time frame is it's a relative, is yeah. a pretty good way of saying, hey, if you do, if everything lines up the way you said, the support system is in line, they're doing the eight, their program provided, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you're trusting the process. You're mm-hmm. listening to your provider, i.e. you or I, and your family, and the athletic trainer, and yeah. the coach, Six to eight weeks is all we're asking. Yeah, and in reality, how long do we see these kids sometimes have this pain for? Years. Years. This kid is what? You said 17? 16? yeah. And we just talked about the time frame that it's most common in. Mm -hmm. Who knows? How how long was he dealing with pain? Oh, for, I think, years. Okay. Well, I mean, if you say a year even, Even, that's a a year too long. Yeah, and it's it's also usually mismanaged. And I'm not saying that we're like the best healthcare providers to manage. I'm saying that. But but it's mismanaged a lot up front. It's mismanaged in the back end. Yeah. And these kids just, you know, get ibuprofen, Motrin, and then like rest. Right. And like, don't do anything. But as soon as you go to, yeah, you're going to feel better because you're not doing the activity. But right. then once you go back to it, it's going to hurt. So there has to be some point of tissue acclimation, getting you slowly back mm-hmm. into the activity that you want to perform at, and then staying there. Right. 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 So so that's kind of where we come into play and we can help. And and that's kind of where we want to say that we differentiate from other providers. Oh, 100%. When you get that one-on-one care, you get mm-hmm. that customized programming, you get the the appropriate, appropriate treatment plan that's going to be specific to you. Again, when we're dealing with basketball, both. Edwin and I love to play, and, and that's something that I really, really I'm better though. Whatever, uh, we really dive into, and in, in, you know, we have the customized programming, and we have the availability and the time to actually make sure that what you're doing is catered to what you want to get back to. So, if you're having knee pain, and it's specific to this area, parents, if you have a, a young a young kid, anywhere that is, anywhere between the ages of you know eight, fifteen, eight to sixteen, anywhere from middle school to high school. She, reach out to us there's ways to do it look at our webpage. look at our Insta- our, our social media we'd love to help your kid out to get back to where they need to be so with that being said we will catch you ne- on the next episode we might talk a little bit more about the knee different other injuries other that injuries. we can highlight and if you have any questions don't forget to reach out we'd love to answer them yes we would thank you very much have a, <laughs> have a great evening Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where Where you you come come first. first.